everyone. Welcome to the Rington Networking Podcast. I'm Ollie Staff, a network consultant here at Hamilton Barnes. Rosa has had an interesting history in networking and I'm looking forward to hearing more about your journey today. So yeah, how are you? Hi, I'm I'm okay. Quite nice weather. Like everything is going nice. Um, so you've been in the Netherlands now for two months. Yeah, like fresh blood in Netherlands. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> taking some settling in. But yeah. So how did you get into your current position as a sales engineer at Juniper? Tell me the story behind that. Oh, that's actually long journey so it was long journey because i have experience in networking like so i stopped counting when it reached 10 years <laughs> so now it's i guess something like 12 or something um i was working on different position in different companies starting from let's say my nowadays customers to now after that switch to the, to the partners and finally i'm here with juniper for a year and a half something like that yeah, so that's just uh, my friend or, you know, in the work during the hard work, you always <laughs> start a <laughs> friendship with uh, people who you're working with. So he was like my uh, consulting from Juniper side and he just dropped me a message like, okay, we have position, try, let's try you. I didn't want it actually in the beginning. I was too scared. <laughs> yeah, why? <laughs> was, yeah, because... You know, for me, like to be as a, used to call a system engineer and the vendors, and this position is was like like somebody, something close to the god. I mean, from networking perspective, uh, because it looks like you have to know everything and deep enough, and to be ready answer the question whenever you meet your customers, and you will meet them every day. They will reach you in any like time or any way they can so and you should be able to answer so that for me it was too scared too scaring uh, but yeah we tried and now I'm here and actually I'm really happy and lucky about that because at some point like in the middle of this Q&A session after a conference the customers face to face grabbing the beer I felt like I was happy I'm here yeah. on my place um one thing that really changed after I became a sales or system engineer that they start to see me as an expert from the beginning. Because this is like the biggest issue when you're a girl in the this heavy uh, manly work. Like it, because you need to first at first to prove that you're experienced enough. So you need to prove that you're not a girl, you're an engineer. But when you're SE, uh, you don't need to. You don't need to do it anymore. They just rely on your expertise now. Like this is like oh now now they just that you you and sometimes I don't feel like this is like a really bad thing, but this is just situation we have when you have girls on, on uh, some technical summits or something. You don't think like they're engineer, and you will not like, step in and try to have really technical conversation. So you need to start uh, from something. Yeah. yeah, so and nowadays they now they know that I'm from Juniper, that I'm from vendor side. They will just go directly to me. <laughs> go straight in. <laughs> yes. No introduction. Yes. Oh, um, you're from Juniper. Oh, ask me. <laughs> like, <laughs> You've got a reputation. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's nice that. Obviously, well, it's annoying that as a woman you had to kind of prove yourself. Um, but it's nice that you feel comfortable now in, you know, your role and you feel like, well, not scared anymore, <laughs> which is yeah. always good. Uh, and actually, um, sometimes I think that this is like my issue uh, and maybe because I'm kind of like, I, <laughs> it's hard to pronounce, but from all generation of tech persons. Because I can see like younger girl, they are really actually better on that. They really have more self-confidence. They can bring it and so on. And sometimes I just start to think about myself like, oh, no, I'm, I'm a girl. 
they will see me as a girl. So sometimes this is like my issue, not uh, the people around me. Yeah, it's hard, isn't it? I was speaking to someone else, another um, woman in tech about this. And she was saying that, yeah, a lot of the younger people now are very like well equipped or younger women are more well equipped to kind of step into that role straight away. Whereas I think for a lot of women that are, well, you're not old, <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> um, but a lot of women who are not fresh out of, say, like uni or school now find it find it difficult as you say I think it's because there's a lot more representation now so a lot more women can see themselves from a young age in that position um but yeah I think for a lot of a lot of women and young women as well you know like you're you're still one of you're still a young person in tech as well I think a lot of people in tech at the moment are kind of older men you still see yourself in that way which is it just shows how quickly things have changed but yeah and it sounds like you've kind of found your found your area so what do you do like what's your role kind of day to day uh so it's now called like sales engineer and uh short store if you take it short uh, this is pre-sale engineering so i'm supporting from the technical perspective uh, all my customers uh, I'm work for enterprise market, so you can see like the networks. Of course, you have this uh, service providers, DC enterprise. So I'm covering enterprise, and especially my topics are uh, security and SD1 solutions. Uh, so yeah, like for example, if somebody step in and ask something, or they have some tender or some request, of course, account manager. Uh, we actually have really t- technical, uh, nice guys, uh, the account managers, uh, but at some point you need to prepare all specifications or list or to prepare design. Uh, and even sometimes like I call it support uh, for, for somebody who doesn't have uh, the agreement yet. So they didn't buy anything, but they, for, for POCs, labs, trials whatever preparing some demos as well so it's actually a lot of interesting tasks and that's what i learned from the beginning of engineering that sometimes the main task of engineer is to find uh, their task definitely find what you like it's such a broad spectrum of things that you could be doing in that in that space yeah, definitely. I mean, um, if you're interested in some technology, you should go to start deep. Uh, <laughs> you should go deeper on that. Uh, prepare some demos, prepare some materials. I will tell you that uh, nobody will push you to do that. Uh, but if you want to become a really significant engineer, as e engineer, or just start to do it. I mean, SE as well uh, means you need to have communication communication with people a lot. Because, of course, we have like tech engineers, uh, support engineers, uh, so more technical, more nerdy positions. Like, t- let me tell this nerdy. <laughs> I mean, I really, I, I, I'm in love with nerds. I mean, that's, for me, this is like a good word. <laughs> Me too, don't worry. <laughs> You're in a safe space. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, in sometimes in that position, you can find people who are really struggling to have conversation with other people. Sales engineer, that means you need to communicate a lot. You even sometimes need to understand what is not said. So for you need to have, grab information from a lack of information. A lot of analytics as well here, a lot of imagination sometimes. That's actually what I'm having just before this call. Uh, so I need to prepare some um, like answer for some RFI, which is request for information to provide some design uh, on campus network. But request itself is so wide that I need to imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I need to draw, imagine, find the right solution. Uh, yeah, so this is, for example, part of my today's day. Today's day. <laughs> From part of today. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine you're a very, very busy woman. Um, 
it's quite creative isn't it I think that a lot of people don't imagine that it would be but it is there's a lot of creativity involved as you say definitely I always say that engineer is creative profession like a designer or something yeah. especially if some architecture creating involved so that's definitely means uh, you know and uh, it even means that sometimes you need to take care about yourself as your designer I mean as your creative person take enough rest take enough sleep because without this your brain will not work uh, really nice I mean you will not get this productive if you will do not care about yourself and of course this is like uh, one of the biggest issue I can see this burnout situation especially from technical person and uh, for us is as well. I mean, we are in on the edge between sales and technical. Yeah, so sometimes, some, yeah, yeah. So I can tell <laughs> this is jokes I have with my friends from the support who mm -hmm. always says like, ah, sales, you don't, you do not do anything technical. Uh, yes, and from like account manager they always like okay i'm not technical this is your place to go and sometimes you feel like a guinea pig i mean this is not translatable uh joke from russia so sorry <laughs> so i mean oh okay i can translate it like guinea pig means you not have nothing with the pig in common with the pig and the same nothing in the common with guinea like something like that <laughs> i know what you mean yeah <laughs> yeah you feel a bit in, in the middle yes and that brings a lot of struggling, especially with burnout, because you don't feel like recognizable a lot and you do a lot of work which is not even will be sold because not every opportunity ends good. Yeah, it's unpredictable, isn't it? I think that's the nature of sales, which is once you get used to it, I think it's okay, but it takes some getting used to, I think, the the disappointment of, of not having it go how you want it to. Yeah, that, that interesting thing as well, because uh, I was thinking like, okay, in the years you will be confident enough or you will used to uh, get used to this situation. But what I realized, actually not. <laughs> <laughs> I have colleagues who work in for years, decades, and they even have the same issues. Yeah. So it's sometimes it's just about taking care. I mean... Don't push, uh, don't don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah, definitely. There's there's always elements that you can control in that situation, but there's things that you're never going to be able to control. And if you overthink it and you know torture yourself by not going right, then yeah, yeah. Like, as you say, you'll just burn yourself out. You know, yes. there's no there's no point in doing that. It's exciting though. I do think on the other side of that, it makes it quite exciting because you don't necessarily know what's going to happen or there's a lot of opportunity there to work uh, on. yes 10 years ago so we will maybe talk about this later when I changed my profession so according to my diploma I'm totally from different world uh, but at some point I started to work as a network engineer and then I realized like I want to stay here because you need to learn always there yeah. is always something new there is always something exciting a lot of opportunities to meet people really different thinking people who is on the on the edge of everything what's happening so i really want to be here so this is why i decided to keep working as a network engineer and start to improve and get some certifications and so on so on so on Yes, I mean, it's, it's at the forefront of everything at the moment, isn't it? And I can't see it. I can't see that changing, really. Um, and it's so quickly evolving constantly. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely an exciting industry. But, yeah, you did a law degree. Um, yeah. Tell me about what inspired you to sort of go into networking. Um, so let's first start, like, I actually made the choice to get a law degree. This is not like situation where my parents decide on me that you need to go somewhere and so on and so on. No, I actually was studying the law from seventh year of school, like, like really, really uh, uh, early. 
But at some point during my university and I was start to work in, in, in real life in law in, in Russia. And I realized that it's not so good looking from the inside. <laughs> so totally different from the books. Uh, and it's really difficult to build career there, there as well. I just felt like, like I'm in the wrong place. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the situation why I changed that's funny as well, because I actually so I didn't know what to do because yeah. I was I was learning lore from from the middle school. So what should I do now? Yeah. Well, in the third in the third grade of university, while <laughs> I'm trying to get my finance because I left my parents' house, so I need to pay my bills and so on. So what what should I do? Uh, I just started to search any random job uh, and found the place. They actually were looking for a person who will be responsible for papers. And then I was thinking, okay, at least I can, uh, you know, starting to collect some information and data for my uh, diploma from a graduating job. So like graduating work or something like final research. Uh, so I actually went for this position. And for some reason, uh, my future ex-manager <laughs> uh, asked me if you want to be a network engineer. So actually, yeah, I was quite annoying. So, I mean, we had this interview. I guess uh, he was lucky. Uh, he was happy about me. And I started to call him and ask him, what, what the result? What the result? When you will call <laughs> me? When you will give me the result and so on? <laughs> and at some point, he, he said, okay, why don't you try to become a network engineer? Because I have another person who uh, can do this work, but I need a network engineers. We, so we have a lack of them. So, okay, why not? Let's try. So I wasn't bad in ma in math at school, and why not? Uh, <laughs> so I started to come to visit their office every day. He gave me books. So we started from the books. I can remember it was like Oliver, Oliver, uh, computer networks. Um, so this was like the first book, and I still love it. So if somebody interested in networks, I always say like start from this one because it's easy to write it. It's easy to understand it if you're not technical. He gave me a bunch of equipment, which is some switches, routers, some Alcatel Lucent. That like that was like Alcatel OmniStack. Like I guess it's never it doesn't exist anymore. So. <laughs> Uh, some Cisco's, yeah, some bunch of equipment, and he draw me the schemas and said, "This you need to read this, this, and this part of book. After that, there is a cable with internet. Now you need to make uh, internet on this laptop." <laughs> so, right. Yeah, we made it like two weeks in a row, <laughs> and I know that <laughs> it was a <laughs> sport sport for guys. They uh, started to, to having a joke when I will stop doing that because they said like nobody uh, if there is a girl young nice looking she will drop it at some point but I didn't I made it to final and finally they took me to be in it so I was like at first I was like second line of support or something like that so it's it, we had really strange uh, structure there uh, but I guess, yeah, we call it like uh, second line, the easiest tasks. Yeah, and in some like, really short period, there's something changed. And actually, we became even more um, engineering. So we had a team of six, six of us, two, like, let's call it like team leads and four the normal uh, engineers. And that was really important that I didn't realize that time. But interesting thing that this is like, it's it was 50-50 male-female. I mean, for that years, it was quite girly. Mm -hmm. Really, really. Because at some point, uh, you know, small world, like especially in profession, uh, they started to have a joke on, the, on our manager. So, you know, because he took a lot of girls. <laughs> yeah. <it's, laughs> if you see girls in network engineer, that means they work for him. Like, 
business, I guess, yes. Now our, this isn't, was not in Moscow. It was a, in a city called Kazan. So we had really, really small network world. So, yeah, we had this great 50-50 team with great attitude and with great understanding. And that's helped me a lot. Because one of main things as well was like, my at some point boss told like, I don't have girl and boys. I have only engineers. If you have engineering task, each of them should be able to to do it. Yeah, that's amazing and like so rare. Sadly, yeah. so rare. But yeah. Yeah, I mean it sounds fresh even for nowadays. So yeah. twelve years ago, no way. Mm-hmm. I'm really, I'm really grateful for to that manager. We were uh, staying in connection for years actually. So keep chatting and so on so on is he like made us yeah, yeah he made uh engineer from yes and i know that all of us still uh, somewhere in networking i think that's a great uh, like this is like was our university and the yeah. networking world that's and, amazing yes and he even pushed us to take tests and exams like the <laughs> ultimate mentor you know, sometimes, sometimes it was uh, when I was arriving in an office and there is no task for me, I don't know, for some reason or someone, someone as well on the shift, uh, he just grab you, uh, take a seat in front of his desk and he just opens some CCNA test for you and you need to answer or if not, if you're not able, okay, go and learn. And this was like really on, on the soft side, though. It wasn't like punishment or something. Yeah. He, he just was trying to show us what was happening around as well. Share some materials, you know, these pre-downloaded courses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so nice, though. Like, you got such a positive start and, like, introduction into the industry. And, like kind of coincidentally as well I suppose you weren't really looking for it but it just happened yeah actually I was asking him I asked him uh, after so why why he decided I came totally for totally different job I came for papers why he decided ask me and he says oh at first I needed (laughs) so at first I needed (laughs) engineers and the second I just saw enough energy on you to, to study to learn because it's it's always about uh, you know after university you need to start a, a job again uh, I mean to learn again everything it's almost like you knew nothing before and here we are <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's done a very good job um, yeah well, but I so can okay. tell you uh, of course it uh, sounds like a um, like a miracle but sometimes we had really rush time because I have this couple stories uh, which I always uh, tell people. So one of them, when when we with another girl, uh, we didn't close uh, the ticket in the so in the right time. So we didn't solve the issue, uh, and we had this uh, you know like routine when you don't ta- don't close your task in some amount of time. You need go higher, higher, higher. No, actually, in our small company, we didn't have such procedure before us, so we were working on that together. And we came to him like really, uh, you know, feel bad. So we yeah. didn't solve it. We need help. So, Daddy, please help us. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he easily did it. So I mean, that was one small thing we didn't check the the size of mark table. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't check that it was totally filled. Uh, so, like for engineer, it's like was stupid mistake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but we've all been there. I mean, I wouldn't even know where to start. So I'm here like laughing, but I don't. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, but I mean, for us who was working on solving issue, that actually should be obvious that for some reason we both were totally blind on that <laughs> and he told us okay if you cannot work with your brains you will work with your hands and muscles <laughs> and he uh, asked us to 
move whole uh, how to say it, zip so all list of uh, equipment start in one room uh, so we have to move it to another room and he said do not so he said to other boys in our uh, company do not help them so they are engineers mm-hmm. so if they do not work with brains they should work should be able to work with hands so we <laughs> went and we yeah, i think it took uh, three or four hours <laughs> moving everything. That was an intense punishment for your mistake. <laughs> uh, yeah, but the funny thing that after, I'm not sure if after that, but uh, maybe it's just coincidence, but uh, my colleague nowadays, she's like a lifter, you know, heavy lifter. Oh. She's doing it for sport. <laughs> not only making you network engineers, he's making you weightlifters as well. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything you can't do? <laughs> wow. Yeah, that was one story. And another one, it's like, it was Friday. I can't remember that. So I became an office in a high heels and high heels boot. Uh, but for some reason, our uh, engineers, uh, younger engineers, they need somebody on the roof from the smart one. So they needed one smart engineer on the roof. Uh, I cannot remember exactly what for, but yeah, they've changed some fibers. So... Uh, they needed somebody who will be able to check if something, everything all right, uh, really fast. So just on, uh, on this place. And, for, and they didn't have key from the wrong, uh, from the correct roof. I mean, <laughs> from the correct door. So yeah. we have to travel across uh, the roof. And I was on a high heels. But oh, I can God. tell you that sometimes it's even better because you can use uh, your heels like a hooks. <laughs> <laughs> See? Yes, but I can, I can tell you that the engineering team were totally not happy when they <laughs> said, like, she will go with you guys. They just started to run around the floor and shouting, the no. <laughs> Well, it worked out in the end. They gave you a bit more leverage on the roof, so yeah, they actually asked me. So they 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 saw it and they said, "Oh, that's a nice solution. Maybe we should take yeah. heels as well." They'll come in in heels, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not so high, but some yeah. of them. Oh um, no, that's funny. Um, it sounds like you had fun at that job. Of course, of course. If you don't have fun from your job, quit it, please. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I very much agree. Very important. Um, yeah. How long were you there at that job? Uh, I guess a year and a half, something like that. During that time, I started to do my certification. Yeah. Uh, so I took ICND1, ICND2 for Cisco, because you know, Cisco <laughs> uh, exam. So I passed them. And after that, that's was confidence as well actually one of my colleagues moved from to moscow but he was like a really difficult person because he was nerdy enough and of course because <laughs> i was in love with him i mean in a friendly way yeah uh, so we became friends and when he left i just told him okay if you will have something just let me know i'm here for you and he did in a couple of months he called me and said okay i have a job for you come come to moscow so yeah i decided okay it's i was 22 at that time so i decided uh 22 i'm too young to be settled down this is the time to move so i moved i moved to moscow i started work there and that was totally different uh, story because that was much more harder uh from the safe so i mean I didn't have uh, such a great team, I guess, anymore yeah. as we had uh, that time. So that was, and uh, um, with each year, I reali- I was realizing every time how was important that first job, how yeah. was important that first team, because they gave me the view on on how it could be. Yeah. So you can influence on the process. I mean, this is another good lessons for me lesson for me because our manager was smart enough he was listening 
if, if some procedure doesn't work, that sometimes means not the people. Uh, so not because of the people, because of the of the procedure, obviously. So we changed it a lot, even with engineering, uh, even for some responsibilities. We started to create our own view on that. So he gave us this freedom. So we started to create some internal wikis, which we never had. Uh, started create some, even some of I can tell you, I'm from a lawyer law world. So I wasn't good in programming. I actually hadn't any skills in programming, but I create uh, some first automatization tool with Excel. So I prepared configuration for a bunch of equipment, uh, which we had a lot to do. So this is where SP, so you, you always had a lot of things to roll out. So I just made it via Excel. This is about creativity, actually. Definitely, yeah. No, because I do, I didn't do, I, I still don't like to do a lot of manual work. So if it could be automatized, it should be something like that. So and after that, I just for me it looks like I was looking for the same experience. Yeah. No, I think this is average year for me in the company. It's around a year and a half or two. Uh, before, so now I want to stay in the Juniper for years. That was my goal to find the place where I can uh, settle down for years. But before, yeah, but before that, I, you need to grab that experience. Yeah, and I think that it's really important in that early stage to know kind of what you're looking for, what you like, what you don't like. And yeah, get get a kind of grip on what what you like about a role. You're not going to know what you don't like unless you do a role that you don't like, basically. Yes, of course. And uh, sometimes you need to uh, see it from a different perspective. This is um, uh, the message of my like, last years for engineers that please uh, look deeper in the, what you're doing for business. When uh, uh, when I consult my customers, I always ask, what, what is your business about? So as an engineer, it looks like I cannot ask. So, I mean, I can just see on the technique side, but overall, a network especially is serving, is serving for something. Uh, this is like the, only the transport for what has value, actually. So you're helping bring the value, but you need to know. And for networks, uh, it's really important because that will give you a lot of specific requirements on network. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you have to really dig deep, I suppose, about what they're going to be doing, why they need it. You know, you have to ask why a lot of the time, I think, in your, well, in your role, in sales in general, um, you need to have a really in-depth understanding in order but to do the best job that you can do basically i can tell that not only about the sales but even on consulting or even if you are part of internal it team because i had a couple of cases uh when where i was like a consulting engineer i so i did nothing with sales but i just started to ask okay guys let's let's speak about your network so what do you have now what do you need to have uh, in the future? Uh, the, uh, it's <laughs> when I do some security speeches, I always say like 50% of your security in your network is to know your network. It's to know your traffic, know where should go what. So actually nowadays it's all converted, like what they call it intent uh, networking. When you're describing not this IP goes to there or this IP is not allowed or something, where you describe it using like this group, so this function should should have access to these things, or I don't want to be this resource available at this time. So different ways, but you don't think about uh, networks as a bunch of IP or the loops or something. You think on the goal, so what what the services and how should they work. So if you know this, this is already 50% success on the security in the network. The other 50 is just to know how to reach that goal. Definitely. 
No, I agree. I think you need to know like long term what they're looking for. Yeah, I can tell like yeah. for uh, a couple of my uh, customers as a consulting engineer. So one of them in the end uh, <laughs> decided not to work with me again because networks became so stable. So they don't didn't need a uh, uh, network engineer anymore, only occasionally from time to time. But we had a great uh, document, we created a great document, uh, we, we prepared the network. So they started to knew to know what, how. So, yeah. The, uh, and others, they totally changed, uh, I guess, their development procedure. So that was software company. And we started to do research on, you know, who should, so where is sandboxing, where your developer team, where is your testing, why the testing can uh, affect uh, your product productions and so on. So we started to think about that. In the end, we involved uh, even the CEO of the company <laughs> in this process. <laughs> we just started from yeah. just, just something in the network. Sometimes we have some issues. But in the end, we came here as a final restoration. I mean, this is, sometimes it's not the best option, but you, you have to. Especially now when we have a lot of startups, we, uh, they not always have, you know, full view or uh, view in the f- what they will have in the five years. They don't know yet. And they need to be really fast. So, yeah, for you as a technical person, doesn't matter is it sales or internal IT start to do this research yeah definitely so how do you think that the kind of tech world is going to evolve basically that's of course the interesting question because at the same time uh, we have more um, abstractions so we used to work like ACLs and uh, interfaces and IPs, uh, but nowadays what we can see in networks is more in, that I call it intent-based networking or software-defined networking, all these smart things. Uh, but at the same time, I can see in the future. So, you know, it's always like uh, as shapes, you have highs, you have peaks and have bottoms. Uh, at some point we will get to this peak of intent-based networking which add uh, some levels of abstraction of everything you do but after that I will I I think we will have uh, the gap of uh, people who actually know what's happening like good engineers but uh, I think it's closest five years uh, especially considering situation in the world and uh, maybe some issues with hardware as well. We will try to get the maximum from what we have. We will try to uh, do it on intent-based uh, things and even in management because to troubleshoot, we have now really high-scaled network. Even nowadays, campus is more like that data center than it's uh, classic networks. So that means you need to be good enough on that well and to troubleshoot such thing that really difficult. And this is the place for uh, artificial intelligence and something like this. So, so of course, in, uh, Juniper already have a great solution for that. <laughs> Sorry, a small commercial, but this is <laughs> why, why I'm still the, with the company. I'm just so happy to yeah. see what we made uh, with that solution. Because to operate it by your own, it's quite difficult, especially to grab all this data. And Juniper, of course, has a, a lot of data on network. And I can see how it works. And I'm really happy. I'm so excited every time I start to talk about that. This is a nice solution <laughs> with AI involved. Like, I just literally can see how it works. This, um, yeah, like my main topic is uh, software-defined one solution as well. And we have um, our product on that. And for me, it was really difficult to show in demo that we have some issues. So we we made we tuned our lab so hard just to be able to show some issues. So you yeah. made the live streaming video and high mm-hmm. high quality, and to emulate that you have some network issue and this is restoration to show this restoration just to to see the moment 
on the video. We made like really hard uh, tune on that video. So we made it like really real time without buffering because this is a solution that can uh, solve issues so fast. So you even yeah. didn't see it. Like, I think this is what market really wants nowadays. So they don't want to have a lot of people who will uh, do manual job trying to troubleshoot. And sometimes due to all this level of abstraction, it's really hard to understand on which level uh, you have issue you have. So is it application? Is it network? Uh, is it user? <laughs> so what what Most the issue? Most time probably. <laughs> so. When I call up about my IT problems, yeah, most of the time it's definitely user. <laughs> Sorry for such a bad joke. So user user shouldn't be a technique. So when we started 12 years ago, we and you have this phone conversation with a normal customer at sitting at home and have some issue and okay, please. Open command line, type in ping a.a.a.8 or something. So we made <laughs> troubleshooting uh, via phone. So customer yeah. doesn't have to doesn't have to be so smart though to make it because they have technical guys. Uh, so of course we, we want to avoid that. When the, yeah. the the world is so fast, you do not have time on that. So and yeah. yeah. And for that, we have now our networks. So you can track uh, inside the traffic, what's happening with your applications and so on with your channels. So you don't need this anymore. You don't need to call. <laughs> yeah, typing. Yes, I have such a, <laughs> such a huge pain uh, to talk to just a normal person to explain where to find command line or something or which system do you have and so on and so on. So, yeah, you don't want to do it. Yeah, definitely. And obviously, you know, you got given a great start and as a woman sort of have progressed really well and like gained confidence quickly in the industry. Um, what would you say to women that want to that want to go into this? So, uh, first of all, do not be scared. I mean, especially nowadays. Uh, yeah, you actually what I feel here uh, in Netherlands, you can get better job if you're a woman. That's what we have now. <laughs> it's maybe sometimes I, easier <laughs> because they are, yeah, that, because they are looking for diversity. But yeah. what I was, uh, what I want to warn about more, maybe to show to, to highlight this, but do not let your sex uh, define you as a specialist. Do not let yourself and others to see you only as a female. Just, of course, this is what the issue we were talking before uh, about. So when you're a female, you need to prove that you're engineer. And that will take some time in the beginning. And this is, I think this is nowadays is better. But yeah, just don't let... Uh, this thing to define you as a network engineer or any specialist. Try to be better always in your profession. And don't wait them to be nicer to you because you're a girl. No, just be on the same page, be on the same level, uh, learn every day. Like This is really important. Keep, keep learning, keep pushing, keep doing whenever. But of course, that I mean, that doesn't mean that you should hide your uh, female side. I can so <laughs> sometimes I do my pedi and reading and read some uh, books about the network at the same time. So I do I do my makeup. Yeah, yeah that's so you have free hands, so you can do that, or you can listen some podcasts during your even your money. I mean, you have a lot of options nowadays. Uh, <laughs> I could not agree more. Yeah, you can. Uh, so yeah, took my, I take my laptop while I'm cooking to see the videos. Uh, so just keep doing that. So this is, uh, I mean, uh, the best thing about the job you like 
that you do not feel as a torture to spend more time on that. If you're really interested in something, go, go learn. Uh, always uh, think widely. I mean, if you're a network engineer, start do some programming. Start learn, start learn some programming. Uh, if you want to go more in sales or become more manager, start to learn management. Start to learn. We have a great, a lot of great information now. So a lot of courses and so on, so on, so on. So and, and of course, at some point, if you feel boring, just try to find the way to improve your work or how to involve. So this is like the yeah, the main task of engineer is to create your own task. Definitely. Yeah. No, I think that's really good advice. Very good advice. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think there's a quick fire round after this. <laughs> I'll ask you in a sec. Um, this is the last one for now, though. So if you were interviewing yourself, what would you ask that I haven't? Is there anything that you'd like to speak about, basically? I think we covered so... <laughs> I mean, if I want to talk, yeah. if I want to talk something, uh, you won't be able to stop me. <laughs> <laughs> oh don't me too, me too. <laughs> so i'm the same yeah i think i'm okay <laughs> especially like yeah okay this is the the place i can take talk a lot uh, uh talk about technology or something but that's will we'll be for hours <laughs> yeah just uh yeah just do not be scared of any tasks try, try to find i mean uh, that's a good point. Uh, it's start. I mean, sorry, just trying to formulate the idea. Uh, <laughs> sometimes it's really important to see on the people. I mean, everything for me is about the person around. Uh, yeah. Even the job itself, it's quite technical. And I spend a lot of time, a lot of hours in front of my laptop. But do not uh, do not be afraid to, to talk to people. If you want, I mean, you have if you want to find some job or if you have a company that you want to work in or whatever, try to reach them. Especially now we we have LinkedIn. I mean, you can just drop the message to the person, ask what do you think, how me, how can I do, or, or whatever. Like this is great time for us. Yeah. And, Definitely, I agree. Well, you wouldn't have got your first. Well, you might not have got your job in network engineering if you didn't call call your old manager up and ask him about, you know, your application and when when you could join. So I think it's important to be persistent. Yeah. Um. Okay. Now we've got a quick fire round. <laughs> um, this is just like a set of quick questions. Okay. Basically. Um. Okay, so if you could describe yourself in three words, what would they be? Okay, <laughs> smiley. Yeah. Uh, hope smart and brave. That was good. They quickly came to mind, which is good. Um, and when you think of success, who, who kind of springs to mind for you? Mm, I'm actually uh, grab. Uh, I'm actually nowadays I'm reading uh, the book of sport entrepreneur, uh, which is called Dan Milstein. I'm kind of into ice hockey, and he's great agent. Uh, so he made himself from the nothing. So I yeah. always like to read that books and think how can I adopt uh, this experience on my life because I I believe yeah. that you can do it as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, I know that a lot of people that I work with here read similar things. I think that sports is a good yeah, the sport parallel is a good, to business uh, in a lot of ways. Uh, what I nowadays so, uh, like about this uh, successful sport people or entrepreneurs or, or uh, even sportsmen, like for them, it's sometimes they have really limited time on doing sports, and I really like the person who still thinking. So they're trying to find the way how to be more than just a good uh, person in sports. Yeah. So this is, I think, this is about success. This is about uh, involving always and so on. So and do not, you know, lose yourself uh, just because you lost something you may you did do for years. Yeah, definitely. 
And don't forget enjoying your life as well, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Bit of time to enjoy your life as well would uh, be good. Yeah, then then Milstein speak a lot about that. It's about balance, isn't it? As we were saying earlier about burning yourself out, it's not it's not productive to spend all of your time on one thing. Yeah. (laughs) And what was your favourite subject at school? Math. I think it it used to be math before the law. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually a law is even not a subject at school, but yeah. Interesting. And last one, a bit of a random one. Um, How much caffeine do you drink a day? (laughs) A lot. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's quite a common answer. Yeah, I think this is not the best option for you. But sometimes I feel like I'm too, you know, I'm ready to do some party (laughs) just from the (laughs) You're there, absolutely. Ready to go. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I was trying to switch to the tea. It was working for uh, six months, I guess. But for some reason, I just came back to the coffee again and again and again. again I today, feel like today this is the fifth cup of coffee for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I feel like we're all a bit guilty of it, to be honest. I'm not that bad. It's just hard to resist. It's a little pick me up, you know. After lunch, when you're feeling a little bit full up. It's nice to have a coffee. Yeah, and today it's uh, so it's Netherlands, and today we have really Netherlands uh, weather. So we have shine, rain, shine, rain, and you know you, you become a bit sleepy. Yeah. Yeah. You just want to curl up when it's raining. I just want to have a nap. Yeah. But. Yeah. I was trying to do it today in the middle of the day just for 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, working from home. That's lethal. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. I don't see myself cutting down, really. I know the switch to tea, it makes you feel maybe a bit better about yourself, but it just doesn't, it doesn't cut it. But yeah, that's, well, that's all of the questions. So thank you so much. I'll uh, I'll speak to you on LinkedIn. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me. Have a good evening. (laughs)